Welcome back to the Playmakers Corner Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Cody Stoffer, and with us today is a very special guest, Arden Walker. And, uh, you know, I'll go ahead and let Arden take over and introduce himself. Arden, uh, what are you doing on the show? What position do you play? And uh, where do you go to school? Uh, hey, guys, I'm Arden Walker. Uh, I'm from Denver, Colorado. Uh, I go to Cherokee High School and I play defensive end slash outside linebacker. Excellent. And uh, something that we do for everybody on the show whenever we introduce them is uh, we like to get to know you and what sports kind of means to you. So what is your favorite memory or experience playing sports? It could be a specific play, a specific game or, you know, uh, like an overarching experience from any level that you've played so far. Um, my my sports experience, it came more actually from basketball. Uh, I played AAU basketball up until last year, and uh, I had an opportunity to go play at uh, the Ball's Life All-American Camp when I was in middle school. And uh, that was kind of like my first time being like around like national talent, I guess you could say. Uh, it it kind of just it motivated me to become com- more competitive, and just I really got the exposure just in terms of playing kids from all around the country. So. I guess that really like increases the scale, you know, as far as like how far you can take your sports talent and what that means for your future. So exactly. that's see, I didn't even know that you play basketball. I got to do my research. So, <laughs> sure. but and then um, assuming that you're also a sports fan as far as viewing, what is your favorite like sports watching mem- memory as far as like, you know, it could be of your favorite team winning a specific game or maybe you went to a live event that was super fun. Uh, what does that look like for you? Um, I'll say the 2010 uh, uh, NBA Finals when the Lakers won. Um, I'm a big Laker fan, Kobe fan, everything. Uh, so it, it, that was like one of the most like impactful sports moments for me. Uh, just the way they came back in the, uh, the end of the game, and I, I, I was celebrating with my parents. And I, I mean, like at first, I kind of I was just like I was celebrating, but I didn't know what I was celebrating. And I kind of just realized and understood, and I just you know <laughs> kind of sparked it from there. So. Fair enough. Lakers fan, too. You know, uh, I'll let that slide because I'm a Nuggets fan. But, you know, <laughs> I'm still a little bitter. <laughs> my, guy, my guy Jamal, though. But hey, yeah, for sure. So, um, you know, moving moving on from, you know, Arden, you know, the, the sports fan to Arden, the football player to the defensive and outside linebacker, I guess, you know, who is someone that you model your game after? Uh, I say like right now, like. I try to do everything like is Chase Young. Uh, I love his just his demeanor and then uh, just the, the ability to uh, rush the passer. I mean, <laughs> he's a beast, and that's that's something I just kind of I I feel like he he's striving to be great, and you know I, that's something I, I fall behind for sure. So yeah, and you guys both have the ability to take over a game and you know uh, cause offenses to completely game plan around your presence. So I can see the similarities and and dominance, and you know. He's doing it at that NFL level, so that's exactly. definitely not and, a bad example to have. Exactly, and for like for his rookie year, like I'd say, uh, him just kind of making a, a statement in terms of just uh, the entire season, and just especially how the way things are going right now, I feel like huh, he, he's going to do something special for sure. Yeah, that's a that's a good example. Have you been watching him since he was at uh, Ohio State? Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, good, good. And then uh, I guess kind of shifting to. You know, what what we did, uh, what is your reaction to being ranked the uh, number one defensive lineman by Playmakers Corner? And what did you think of our evaluation? Oh, I, I loved it. Uh, I, I showed my dad as well. Uh, I, I thank you guys for sure. Uh, I, I'll say that first. But um, I I think like hand placement is something I, I've always been working on. And then you guys talking about like my hand fighting I, or just kind of me being able to get off blocks and stuff. I, 
I think that's something I take pride in. So I, I think I thank you guys for just highlighting that for sure. So. All right. Well, I'm glad to hear that. And um, I guess kind of opening up to the rest of the list, right? Um, you know, we, we've looked at a ton of defensive linemen film and I don't know if you saw, but we included D tackles, DNs and guys like you who are a bit more of a pass rushing outside linebacker too, and DN. And uh, I guess what are two to three qualities that separate you from those guys and any other defensive linemen in the state? I mean, you kind of talked about your hand fighting, but go ahead and elaborate and tell us what you pride yourself on, you know, overall as a player. Uh, I, I say like IQ wise, uh, I, I kind of took my game to the next level. Uh, I feel like I, I kind of separated myself in terms of just uh, focusing on technique and um, making sure I apply it when I'm playing in the game. Like I, I'm, I've been more of a thinker, I guess you could say, uh, when I'm trying to make plays. And then I say like uh, my pass rushing, uh, I, I have a plethora of moves. I feel like I have so many. I just, I, it's, it'd be time. It's also sometimes. I mean, that's what I'm saying. I'm still working on it, but like there's sometimes like I, I feel like I can use some more moves, but I have, I think I have a lot. So. <laughs> That's good. And it's always good to have them in your back pocket just in case. So Exactly, exactly. So we, we talked about, uh, you know, your point of view on your strengths. And, uh, you know, that, that IQ thing is something that I haven't heard in my interviews yet. So that's definitely something that you could take with you to the next level and the level after that, you know. And um, definitely something that separates, I'd say, like the greats from, from the goods. So that's a good thing to have as well. But what are some things that you're going to work on in this off season and preparing for college football uh I, i'm definitely uh going to continue to work on my physique like uh i, I feel like uh, over like the i said that covid break i was basically working on my body and i it, it kind of paid off for me too just playing on the field uh i just i changed my eating habits um just I, i'm gonna continue just get on the weights and stuff too because i gotta kind of prepare for what like the conference i'm about to play in of course so you know it's kind of brutal like i'm not gonna i'm gonna be honest so <laughs> fair enough <laughs> yeah so um Kind of uh, talking a little bit about your high school career, you are you were a part of a two-time state champion Cherry Creek team back-to-back. Um, you know, Cherry Creek, they've been good uh, since I played and even before then. So I guess what is some advice that you could offer to up-and-coming high school football players? You know, nothing that compromises, you know, Cherry Creek strategy, of course, but what is some advice you have for players to get to that level and help their team get to that level? to compete for a state championship uh i say commitment uh commitment is like the the biggest thing in terms of just like with your teammates or i mean just uh your level of commitment and training that's that's like that's probably the biggest piece than to our success i say uh, i feel like as a team we were all just we all wanted to be great and uh you know win the games and i feel like it really paid off like i said the start of the summer like even in 2019 we all just made a pact to ourselves, like we we wanted to go on a revenge tour, and uh, so we just we took we took accountability for each other and then our, for ourselves, and we just made sure that we uh, continue to work hard on the on and off the field too. I mean, in, in the classroom, of course, too. I mean, you gotta take care of that first. So. Yeah, you can't. It's hard to win state championships if uh, you know, players are ineligible. So sure. it looked like all of you guys were on on top of your uh, you know, you guys were dotting your eyes and crossing your t's, and everyone's on the field who needed to be. So. That's a good message to carry on to these players and definitely commitment. I mean, it's it's easy to see your commitment, you know, now that you've made it this far, right? So I hopefully younger players can see that. It's like, oh, Arden Walker, you know, Mizzou SEC football player. How did he get there? And you saying commitment is a huge part of that. So I appreciate you sharing that. Um, I guess 
Did winning that second state championship impact your recruiting? And uh, if you don't mind sharing, would you mind kind of going into like your recruiting experience a little bit and what that looked like over the years? For sure. Uh, uh, I, I'll start there first. Like uh, my my recruiting kind of started like about my sophomore year. I, I received my first offer. Uh, I was blessed uh, from the University of Northern Colorado and then kind of just gradually moved into that. I, I picked up a CSU, then CU. And um, honestly, it, I had some up and downs. Like I'll, I'll be honest with you, like there's some times I was stressed. Like even coming up, making the decision. Honestly, like it was it was it was hard for sure. But like, uh, you know, I, I end up I say like exposure wise and uh, and selling myself. Sometimes I feel like I kind of I could have did that more. But I mean I, I'm fine with my decision, of course. But I just say just me putting out film and all that stuff. Like I like learning from my dad because he he's he's been in the game as well. He he coached Oklahoma State and so like I kind of. It was more like an old head background, I guess you could say. So, you know how you see all these kids with like the commitment videos and uh, like just them posting on Twitter, keeping people updated. Like I, I honestly wasn't one of those people. And uh, I just felt like it was out of respect for coaches and then just for my teammates that I'm going to be, be teammates with. Like, you know, just not, not bringing that attention to myself. I mean, I, I think it, it comes naturally if you kind of just work hard and uh, just make sure you, you take care of yourself uh, the right way. But like in terms of my recruiting, like I say, when I I got to like closer to my decision, it, it definitely started getting harder. Uh, as I, I did pick up more exposure, but uh, from this last championship game, uh, I, I I I did get a lot of attention. Uh, I I got one of my videos re reposted on um D line vids, so like and stuff like that, of course. But uh, but I feel like overall I was I was pretty focused and level headed on where I wanted to make my decision. So. All right, fair enough. I guess uh. You know, it now that you've uh, committed to Mizzou, um, you know, as far as what is some advice you can share with some younger players on what you looked for in, you know, a school or a football program, whatever uh, was more important to you and things to consider while choosing? Uh, I, I definitely looked at uh, my, my relationships. Uh, I, I built a really, really good relationship with uh, Coach Haley and then Coach Walters. That's the D-line coach and the defensive coordinator coach. Uh they they like took time out of their day to kind of just speak to me and they they pretty much checked up on me like a lot and also coach drink the, our head coach he he made sure he kind of just started to build a relationship with me as well um i say relationships are big i mean it's a business but you're also going to spend your next four uh years of your life with that person so or three to four i mean so i mean if you put your you put trust into that coach and he puts trust into you i mean like i feel like you're pretty much set and then just I mean, especially it was a risk, too, because like this year we were able to take like uh, official visits, too. So like just kind of getting to know like some of the kids are, are committed or like thinking about heading there. Like that was also big for me. I, I built a really good relationship with uh, some of my buddies that's there now. So but I, I, I say like relationship wise, that's that's really that's really key. That's really a big key. And then just also fit like in terms of like scheme, uh, school, like and then even as like a student, because I, I mean, uh, academically, I think I, I knew I was going to be fine either way, but like, you know. <laughs> How much would you say, um, you know, I, I didn't even think about, you know, COVID impact on recruiting and not being able to really do those visits. How much of a role did that play or into your commitment or i guess how much kind of easier did it make your schedule in life you know where you didn't have to like go visit uh universities on bye weeks or anything like that um i, I mean I, I sometimes i did look forward to like going to places but uh like pre-covid i went to uh texas a m usc in oklahoma 
And uh, honestly, I, after doing those reviews, it was like I I kind of went to the Pac-12, SEC, and the Big 12, and uh, kind of those were like I guess you said those those three conferences like the main. That's why like they were mostly recruiting me. So like uh, kind of just looked at from that kind of uh, aspect and uh, just kind of went off my gut at that point. So. Good to hear. Good to hear. And yeah, those are those are some big schools. Uh, you know, obviously, like you said, you know, uh, you said it was a blessing to get that first offer from UNC. But man, FBS offers and Power Five offers hit a little bit different than FCS. So, and I can say that as a graduate of UNC, that uh, you know, that's hard to compete with. But um, I guess now that your high school football career is over and looking forward to that next chapter, what are some goals that you have in mind for? you know, yourself or your team uh, heading into college ball? Uh, I'd say uh, I, I really just want to get, like, situated in terms of just school. Like, I, I, I kind of want to get ahead, get a, real, a good head start. And then uh, in terms of, like, being on the field, uh, I look for my team just to – because, like, uh, I'll inform you with this too. Like, uh, our my my class, like, we're, like, the highest class to be, uh, like, recruited in, in the Missouri program. So – and, like – I think it's ever since like I think Rivals started or it's like 2005, but uh, I just feel like I think I'm looking forward just to kind of make an impact in terms of just in the SEC because uh, like it's kind of I guess you could, Missouri had I mean kind of expectations were just not uh, not as high for them, but I feel like we're we're building and that, I think that's why I'm looking forward to just just start to start the build really. And I feel like yeah. if we set a strong base then we have a, a good future ahead of us. So making an impact, you know, and, and maybe even a lasting legacy. Mm-hmm. So, you, you know, I, I just realized this too. You said, uh, you know, you got, you went and visited, uh, Oklahoma. How did your dad react to that? Having coached and played at, uh, Oklahoma state, was he thrilled about it or what? <laughs> oh yeah. He had a great time. Uh, he, he enjoyed the, the visit actually. Uh, <laughs> and, um, and actually he was just laughing about like just the competitive nature like between like Oklahoma and Texas like when they were uh, where we were recruiting me but I mean it, he just thought that was pretty funny but he, he really he didn't like my dad he didn't really have a preference or like he didn't really care I mean he just wanted just see what he just wanted me to be happy really so yeah fair enough fair enough because you said Oklahoma State earlier and uh I've always been a Sooner fan and then I was like ah oh, man the Sooners missed out on Arden Walker what a bummer man but uh, for me as a fan, but you know, obviously I'm gonna be a fan of yours and cheer you on at Mizzou and wish you the best there. Um, kind of jumping back to the present, you know, I asked you about the future. Jumping back here a little bit, you still have a semester of school left, right? Sir. Okay. I just uh, I know some kids are graduating early, so I want to get mm-hmm. that situated. But um, what advice would you give to up and coming high school athletes, whether it's juniors, sophomores, freshmen, on like? how to handle, you know, that student athlete environment in high school and, uh, you know, prepare them for their senior year as far as, you know, what to look forward to and what to be prepared for. Uh, I say uh, development is the key. Um, just like I, I, was, I was talking to my buddy Miles Purchase yesterday actually about this. Like we were just saying, like, don't worry about uh, you being on varsity like your uh, like your first year or second year. I mean, if, I feel like if you work and kind of just take your time to get to get better, like you'll you could you have the potential to even shine at uh, when you become a senior or a junior. And um, I just feel like you, you take that time just to work hard, and I, I think if you you see it through, it would definitely pay off. Trust the process for sure. And then just and let's say like stay on top of school really, and I I mean I'll put yourself ahead, especially if you want to get recruited as, as well. So. Yeah, 
in the immortal words of uh, Joel Embiid, trust the process, right? But sure. <laughs> um, I, I guess, uh, you know, uh, and I appreciate that advice, and I'm sure that the listeners will appreciate that advice as well. And it's it's sound advice, especially that great stuff, man. You got to stay on top of that. I've uh, I've definitely had my experiences of seeing uh, guys who don't get to go to that next level because they didn't take care of it in the classroom. So, and yeah, uh, like, and like my background, my mom, she's an educator. So, like, you know, I, I always have that pressure just to kind of perform well in the classroom I, I mean I had no choice honestly and yeah then, I was about to say you didn't have a choice in that in that matter <laughs> exactly <laughs> so I guess uh you know you you've talked about it a little bit um you know you, you've mentioned players that you have relationships with and the relationships at Mizzou and you know even uh your parents influence on your life but I want to just give you some time to talk about anyone who you'd like to mention or shout out on or explain how they've impacted your life a little bit and that could be academic or athletic career um if you want to expand on some things that you've already said but you know this could be friends family coaches players uh etc i just want to give you the gr- the floor to uh talk about some important people in your life uh i, I say like someone who's like a, basically a big brother to me and like because uh, i'm like an only child and i mean i, I grew up with just it's just me so kind of having that that big brother figure is, is great too but i mean besides my parents and my dad uh was demarcus walker from the, from the broncos I opportunity to work out with him like this this pretty much the whole summer and kind of right before he started getting prepared uh him uh malik reed as well and a little bit of uh bradley chubb i, I still talk to him all the time right now even during the season and um i say like demarcus he kind of he kind of just showed me just the in terms like the way he kind of took me under his wing in just terms of like how to work out and uh just that that have that motor in terms of like just having that, that, that want, I guess you could say. And I just, I really credit him for sure. And I, I want to say thank you because he just, he kind of motivated me for sure. Like he asked me, it was like, it was like when we first started, he's like, how many times are you working out? And I, was, I said like once. And he was like, you, can, you need to be working out three times a day. And that's kind of when I kicked it in. I, I was doing speed and agility. I was working out, well, I was lifting in the morning and I'll do speed and agility like midday and then do like technique training with my dad and him and Malik and Riley Chubb. So, <laughs> but like he kind of just, he really took me under his wing and just kind of showed me just the ins and outs and turned even just like t- NFL technique. And, uh, also, uh, Malik and Bradley as well. They did the same thing. So they, they kind of just, especially since I kind of had to play outside linebacker this, this year too, like it was, it was also great just learning from them too. And I mean, as you can see right now, they're, well, I think I forgot how many sacks they have. But me and my dad been keeping up, of course. But there, there's a lot. Those are definitely some good guys to get advice from for sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know, I know they're like in the top tier for sure, but, like those, I said those three guys for sure. They they had a big impact on me and just like my my work ethic. Like I, when I see them work out, like uh we'll, we'll be on like the last rep, then you know they're saying, oh can we go again? And, uh can I, can I perfect this? Like they're they're doing stuff to perfection, and that's like I mean of course I mean they're getting paid to play football too, but like just it it shows why like they're they're good at their job or like <laughs> why they're the position they're in pretty much. So yeah, there's definitely a. Uh... Uh, congratulations on having that experience. That's awesome. I'm like a little bit jealous, but, um, you know, it's definitely eye opening to see what that professional level looks like, especially when you play in high school, because, you know, I mean, in high school, to an extent, if you're good, then you're good. Right. But, you know, when you work out with those NFL guys, once again, that takes that good to that great level. So that's awesome that you got that experience. Um, is there anybody else that, uh, you want to shout out or, uh, I shout out my parents, my my mom and dad. Like, I just they they're like the their biggest biggest impact on me. Like they, 
my, of course, my dad's like my, my personal coach. My, of course, he's been my coach for forever. So, but I mean, uh, just my mom, she, she's my number one fan. Uh, she, she takes so much, she takes so much good care of me. Like it's, it's, it's amazing. It's crazy. Like my mom, she's one of my best friends, honestly. Like even, just, just I, I can talk to her about anything. Even my dad too. Like we just. I feel like I'm. I have a pretty much like open relationship with my parents. Like I can come to them about anything, uh, just speak on whatever, and they kind of just give me their advice and kind of just try to steer me in a, a pretty like pretty like direction. I think and just basically off of me, really. Yeah, that's solid. And uh, you know, it's it's always a little bit easier when you don't have to do like everything yourself or feel like you versus the world. You know, uh, having that solid support cast is crucial to, I say, you know, success just in general. So I think that that's why it's important to talk about, you know, um, what what important people are to you and what they mean to you. Um, I, if you don't mind, I'd like to kind of uh, expand on what the relationship is like with your dad being like a former, fo- former football guy and an athlete. Like uh, how much of a role has that had to play with you today and like, I guess, just your athletic involvement in general? Oh, uh, I, I, that's really really big impact like uh my dad he like when I first started he put me in literally everything you could think of football basketball soccer uh baseball only thing I didn't do was track I I played lacrosse so (laughs) I I mean he kind of just kind of taught me just just kind of stick with things and try to finish things out and it was just I I I gradually just became became a football player like I say I really kind of started understanding the game in seventh grade and that's really where my dad just it's not like he didn't take me serious, but like, it's like he kind of just. That's where he kind of knew, like, okay, I I see what he's trying to do, and that's that's where he just basically took me to the next level. I feel like, and just that that preparation and advice, like I said, and then just him having some like college background and uh, like a little bit of NFL knowledge as well. I mean, he, he was on the practice squads for the Bengals, Cowboys, and stuff. So, you know, just he, he always gave me like pretty good advice. Not even pretty good, amazing advice, honestly, and. I feel like uh, it usually works. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, you've made it this far, right? So that exactly. says something. This is, this is a little off topic, and uh, you know, I don't want to dig too deep into the the secrets that make Cherry Creek uh, tick. But <laughs> is there a chance that they'll three peat next year? What's the what's the next set of guys looking like? Oh, um, that's that's a good question. Uh, I, I feel like they have a chance. Where they got a lot of we have a lot of juniors that, uh, from last year, and they'll be seniors this, this upcoming year. So. I feel like they, I de- they definitely have a chance. Uh, I just said like if they keep that same mentality, just to continue to be committed and stuff, I feel like they, they definitely have a chance for sure. All right, and uh, yeah, because you know as we continue to go through these positions, I'm like, man, more <laughs> Creek kids, more Creek kids. Like there's gonna probably be one in every top five for us, you know, if barring that there's a senior at that position. And uh, I guess talking a little bit, just a little bit more about Creek. I don't want to eat up too much of your time, but uh. You, you know, uh, we also had Malik in our top five. Uh, what's it been like playing with Malik? The Nigerian warrior. Oh, man. Hey. <laughs> no, he, uh, I mean, uh, he, like I said, uh, I'll say IQ-wise, too, he's up top, up top. Like, and that's why he, he, I think he's going to Columbia. So just that, like, he works really, really hard, too. And uh, it just, it like, iron sharp is iron. So, you know, we just, we all wanted to get better. Um, me and Brandon, uh, Brandon Jackson, Gus Zelinkis, we like it. Just honestly, like Malik, Malik's one of those like playmakers that you you'll, you'll see for sure at the next level. I think so. <laughs> awesome, yeah. And uh, we also talked about Gus a little bit because he's listed at a 
think he's being recruited by Rutgers as an offensive lineman. Yeah. I was uh, like, man, he blew it up on defense too. <laughs> he honestly play both sides of the ball. It, it really depends. Like it, it's kind of on what the coach is thinking and what he wants to do too. So fair enough. I say Malik. Yeah, Malik just he, he works really really hard. Uh, <laughs> He he wants to get better on his craft, and I I feel like I, I kind of took him as a little brother too, and uh, I I kind of just try to steer him in kind of the right direction as well. I mean I forgot to mention Blake Purchase as well. Uh, he's like another outside linebacker we have, but he's he's an offer from a uh, Colorado this past season, but like he, I'm saying like I, I feel like that 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 would have worked hard. It rubbed off on all of us from the league too, so he, he definitely had a big impact for sure. All right. And I love hearing about, you know, all those relationships. And once again, congrats on the state championship. Thank you. Uh, congrats on your commitment. You know, uh, a lot of a lot of things looking on the up for you. And, uh, you know, obviously you got one semester left. So go ahead and finish kicking high school's butt because you got bigger things to look on on the horizon. Um, is there any lasting quotes or thoughts that you'd like to share for any listeners of the podcast or anybody else? I just want to say thank you, you guys. Uh great opportunity um <laughs> just kind of get my voice heard of course and get I, I mean i feel like i think people did want to know a little bit more about me i just i, I guess i'm kind of incognito sometimes but <laughs> hey uh real g's move in silence like lasagna so you know <laughs> but uh no it's it's really our pleasure to have you on the show i'm super grateful and i know uh you know thank you so much for joining us and uh really is our pleasure and you know we wish you the absolute best and uh we hope to do a college breakdown of your film, you know, when it, when we get some of that going. So, oh, oh yeah, thank you, thank you, Mr. Cody. Hey, shout out Playmakers Corner, Joe the vibe, y'all. So, <laughs> hey, hey, we're we're starting to we're trying to get some merch developed, so you know, hopefully we'll send you a hat or something. So oh you yeah. Represent. But all right, um, thank you so much for joining us, and uh, you know, do you have any finals left? Do I have to wish you luck on that, oh, or did you? Finish? I, I just got done yesterday. <laughs> okay, well then, good job getting through finals and uh, enjoy your winter break. You deserve a little break and uh, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year. You know the whole uh, the whole nine. Sir, Happy Holidays. <laughs> Appreciate you. All right, thank you so much. Thank you. And that does it for this episode of the Playmakers Corner podcast. I've been your host, Cody Stoffer. Thank you for listening to episode 27. Once again, if you haven't already, follow us on our social medias at Playmakers Corner or at Playmaker Corner on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And you have a good rest of your day, and I'm looking forward to releasing some more of these interviews. You can also find the video of this interview on YouTube, just like a Playmakers Corner. Thank you. Have a good one.